Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. All right. Welcome, cool. everyone, Welcome. to Known Unknowns. I'm Carly Davis. I'm Harry Sullivan. Cool. Cool. Anything new this week? Uh, what's new this week? Um, oh, we learned that we can see how long you actually listen, not you individually, but just together, how many right. of the million people mm-hmm. um, per episode who listen, how far you get into the episode. Yeah. A little where, discouraging, where I'm not going to lie. <laughs> A little, that you don't want to listen anymore. Mm-hmm. First episode... A lot of people stop listening after two and a half minutes. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's a good (laughs) sad time, but it's fine. Why even listen to, like, what, two and a half minutes? you know, you want to see if you like it. I I guess. They do not. Yeah, they really didn't. After two and a half minutes, they're like, no. The average listen time for the first episode is, do you want to hear it? Yeah. Two minutes and 27 seconds. (laughs) Of a episode that's an hour and two minutes long. Wait, the average time? Yeah, of all. Oh my! Are you serious? I mean, like that's. I mean, that is our. That is far and away our most listened to episode. You know. Yeah, like, there's a lot of listens on it. Gonna, I mean, most of. The, I mean, basically all the other episodes, like the majority of people listen to the majority of the episode. And I don't. I mean, I don't know exactly how accurate these are. These yeah, results are. And only, they're usually they're only on they're only for Spotify listens. Right. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's. I want to know what these what you guys want. I keep meaning to do like a poll of some sort. Like, what's your favorite kind of topic to hear about? But I can't figure out how to do it on Instagram. Because hmm. I can only do two options at a time, and I don't like it when people do that. Sure. So, I don't know. I just want to know what your favorite topic is. I'm trying to figure it out. Maybe I'll just, like, link some quiz or something. But no one's going to want to do it. But I just want to know what people's favorite topics are. Okay. Yeah. I I would love to engage our listener base. Like what do you hate hearing about? Do you hate hearing about ghost stories? Do you hate hearing about creatures? I won't tell them anymore then. <laughs> I want to know what your favorite topics are. I want to know what you hate so that I can talk about them more. Mm-hmm. So that you will um have to listen to them and you will uh l- learn to love them. So sure. when Carly puts Great. out that quiz, if you want to listen to things that you like to hear, don't take it because otherwise. Anyway, if you know how to do like a <laughs> poll thing on Instagram, you know how you can do like the quiz and then like, but I don't want to make a right answer. But hmm. I think I can see how many people answer each thing. Okay. So I almost want to be like, what's your favorite? A through D, and then just like pick a right answer because you have to have a right answer to the quiz. Oh yeah, because it's a quiz. Okay, but I don't want to do that. Hmm. So I don't want there to be a right answer. Okay. I don't know how to do it. So and I don't want to like throw people off. <laughs> so we'll see. I'll figure it out. You know, I mean... I'll figure something out. We could do a Twitter poll, but our Twitter isn't that. No one really uses it. Okay. People don't, we don't yeah. have a as big of a following on Twitter. 
Right. You're right. Which is I could do a Facebook poll, but we don't have that much of a following on Facebook. Our biggest following is on Instagram. Mm, yeah. So I want to do it. Our most interactive portion of sure. fans are on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this weekend was supposed to be my graduation weekend, but it got canceled. And now I'm sad and no one bought me presents. And I technically graduated in December of 2019, but I was going to walk in 2020. And now I don't get to walk and I only have a degree and a little um, cardboard f- envelope that I haven't even opened yet. And I got it in 2019. End of story. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I, I didn't want to... Everyone knows. It's Everyone knows that no one got to walk and no one had a graduation ceremony. Blah, 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 blah. It's old news. Okay. But again, no one got me a graduation present. Well... It's okay, though. I'm I sure... I graduated months ago in December of 2019. Yeah. But it's fine. Everything's Okay. It sure sounds like it. Mm-hmm. I am petting my stuffed animal pug that I have on my lap right now. Mm-hmm. His name is Mr. Pugster. That was the name that was on his tag, not the one I gave him. <laughs> he's and a, he's I a, love him, and I'm petting him mm-hmm. to make me feel better. He's a sweet boy. He is a sweet boy. I want a pug so bad. Know. You know what? If anyone sends me a pug in the mail, I will love you for life. <laughs> I d- don't don't send a pug in the mail. Known unknowns does not endorse <laughs> sending live animals through the U.S. Postal Service. Um, if anyone wants to get me a graduation gift, message me and I will give you my address. As long as that gift is not a pug or other live, live animal. animal. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Or a dead animal. Don't send animals in the mail okay fine i'm just i'm what i you're ruining this for me i want graduation presents yeah i it's know okay though no one's gonna send i me want a graduation you to present. be happy but i also don't want to get a box full of dead, dead mice animals? or something oh, yeah, that would be really gross <laughs> you know what i never got hate mail remember that episode that we titled we want hate mail. Never got hate mail. Nope. And I'm a little mad about it, but it's fine. <laughs> anyway. You're mad that nobody hates you? No one sent me hate mail. If you have haters, you have people who like you, too. Uh, anyway, write in to the podcast if you uh, want to share anything with us. No one ever writes in. No one likes us. Maybe it's because we're, we we sound too desperate. <laughs> I, <laughs> I say we, but we um, all know who I'm referring to. Oh, uh, the one who begged people for <laughs> birthday presents and graduation <laughs> gifts? No. That one? No. Yeah. Okay. Who's so, first so this week? Don't send us any messages online. Uh, I uh, Don't I'll send us any messages online. Well, don't email us. Don't send us stuff. Do not send us pugs. Do not send us dead animals. But no, really, do, don't send us Do de- send us do pugs send and us dead animals. Pugs and dead animals. Yeah. Wait, no. Don't send us pugs. Do send us dead animals. Okay. If we're saying opposites. Yeah. I don't, want pugs. I don't, th- I don't want people to send them. Okay, don't send them through the mail, but you can, like... Bring them. Bring it if you want. Okay, that'll work. 
My building doesn't allow dogs, though, so... But I'd keep a So if you have another place for us to live for cheap, Mm. or free, even better, Mm. and you want to give us a pug... (laughs) If you have a pug and you're in the area, you can bring it over so I can play with it for a day. Okay, that works too. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Or just send us pictures of pugs. (gasps) Doesn't even have to be your pug. That would work too. Everyone, everyone who's listening to this episode, please email or send or tweet at us anything, really. A picture of a pug. Any platform, I mean. Send us a picture of a we pug. Will, uh, your favorite pug picture. If you have a pug, please send me pictures of your pugs. Yeah, and we will, uh, I don't know, repost them. I'll make a them. whole post about all the pug posts. Oh, yeah. About all the pug photos I get. We'll, we'll retweet them and stuff. We are nine minutes in. All right. This is insanity. I'm so, I'll start. No, no, no. I'm just saying. We've talked a lot. And oh, it's, was, okay. It just have not, has not felt like <laughs> nine minutes of talking. Man, no wonder people tune out after like two and a half minutes. No one yeah, wants spend... to hear this crap. <laughs> but right. I feel like if they like us enough, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I want to hear about their day. Yeah, but maybe not. Yeah. Sometimes I skip that stuff in podcasts. I'm like, I don't care. Get to the topic. You know, nobody listens to the first 15 minutes of uh, WTF with Mark Marin, and that's a hugely popular podcast. So, yep. uh, so it's fine. If you don't like this stuff you can just skip right just skip to the end if you don't if you no, don't like no, don't no just skip the chatter and get to the topic we should put that in every description actual topic starts at this time <laughs> and then you can just skip to it that might be a good idea if you want that you let can us know it. let us if that's something you want just let us know if you want to skip past all the begging all us begging you to interact with us let us know that you want us to put the timestamp where you can be past that yeah interact with us so we know that you don't want to interact with us yeah you don't care to hear about it either yeah okay (laughs) and then send me some freaking hate mail yeah all right what are you talking about this week i'm talking about uh old-timey ufo sightings i freaking love ufos yeah i know you do that's I... i think they're real okay well People have thought they're real for a long, long time. It's, it's they, uh, you know, it didn't start in the, like Roswell or whatever. It didn't start. Oh no! Oh no! There are tons of more, more old timey like UFO sightings. Okay. So I didn't write a good way to get started on this, but I'm going to take us back to 1561 oh my to gosh. start with. Okay. Um. The Celestial Phenomenon near Nuremberg in the Holy Roman Empire. Okay, I don't know anything about it. Well, okay, you're going to learn about it. Okay. Um, anyway, so in, 15, in April of 1561, there, a, there was a report in a broadsheet accompanied with a woodcut illustration um, that began... Uh, in the morning of April 14th, 1561, at daybreak, between 4 and 5 a.m., a dreadful apparition occurred on the sun. What? Is this is like it. a newspaper report. Oh, this early... is a report. Yeah, I thought yeah, yeah. you wrote this, and I'm no, like, no, 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 this no. doesn't make any sense. No, no, okay. that's how the report started. Um, so okay. basically, it's 1561, the city of Nuremberg. Um, yeah, at like daybreak. 
two blood red arcs appeared across the sun, like looking like, I don't know, slivers of the moon, I guess. But I, in the illustration, they're like horizontal. It's like these two like red arcs across the sun first Weird. appeared. Did someone then, like draw what it looked like? Yeah, yeah. I'll show you uh, the illustration that appears with the report. That's that is nonsense. Wait. Yeah, well, so, so it's this this that I'm looking at. So th- these are the arcs that are mentioned there. Yeah. What's all this shit? Well, I'll get to that. Okay. There's there's more to it. Oh. Um. So these two blood red arcs appear across the sun. Um, and then witnesses also saw hundreds of spheres in like different formations, like appearing all around the sun. Um, there are crosses and rods as well among the spheres, and like and cylinders, which then dispensed out of them more round objects. They also many appeared. In witnesses the sky. are there. I don't know. It doesn't. Was say. it one person who stared at the sun too long and then <laughs> blinked? I haven't. Because that could happen. What about it someone said, who's no, it, passing out? May see says, lots of shapes and stars. <laughs> no, it says that it was uh, seen by it was uh, seen uh, in Nuremberg in the city before the gates and in the country by many men and women. Oh my it was like in the city and in the country by lots of people, apparently, according to this report. Um, and all these like shapes, especially the orbs. Or spheres or balls or whatever, they like moved around the sky and this and like in and out of the sun erratically for nearly an hour, between four and five. Like and they, they described it as like seeming to like fight among themselves, or fight they're fighting each other, and then in the end they became they became quote they became fatigued to such an extent. That they all, as said above, fell from the sun down upon the earth, as if they all burned, and they then wasted away on the earth with immense smoke. The shapes? Yeah. Like the balls, I think, generally. Oh but I don't uh, know. These people are crazy. <laughs> and then after they all came crashing down, uh, something like a large black spear appeared pointing to the west. What? Yeah. Um, this so, is way creepier than seeing a UFO in I the know. sky. Yeah. So this there's, thing? They saw yeah, this. That apparently. And then that's like the balls and shapes like falling to the ground oh and smoking. Oh, my God. <laughs> This is so scary. That's not a UFO. That's just weird. <laughs> I know. Well, so like ufologists think that ufologists? this ufologists ufologist is that how you pronounce I think it's it? Ufologists. Ufologists. UFO or ufologists. Is that what you said? <laughs> I guess that could be. I don't know. Um, UFO enthusiasts and such um, okay. think that this is like a description of like a a UFO a battle in the i don't know space or like space battle or like a ufos battling each other in the sky that people witnessed (laughs) what what i'm so confused this is insane (laughs) okay Um, there are other theories they mentioned this in ancient aliens that show ancient aliens i'm sure that um there which is very problematic but honestly very entertaining only because of um, how crazy all of the experts they get to be on that show. <laughs> I don't know. They all wear like beads <laughs> and like they look like surfers or like 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, well, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, there are a few different like explanations people have where it's like, you know, there's, it's. Yeah, what are the generally explanations? think it's some kind of like natural phenomenon that they then just like, you know, layered all this like. Um, what kind of natural f- phenomena? Um, that's weird. That picture is weird. If that's what it looked like, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know if how much it looked like that specifically um but the i don't know one of the main ideas of what it could be is that it was a sun dog which what? is a that a uh, blah, 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 a an atmospheric optical phenomenon where you have where like two bright lights appear like on either side of the sun like oh. in an arc kind of oh like the arc yeah yeah and so there's and then there's like this sp- I don't know. Yeah. There's horiz- there are horizontal and like um, vertical lines also coming out of the sun, like to. Okay, that makes a lot of, the, of sense. That each that's of, what they each were of seeing. the sun dogs. Um, um, odd that they're like they fell from the sky and started smoking. Yeah, that part was weird. I'm like, oh, I think these people are lying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a I, meteorite also hit. The, is wait, is that the one that hits, or is that a meteor? Uh, no, a meteorite is the one that. A meteorite hits the hit ground. the ground at the same exact time. Yeah. Wouldn't that be wild? That would though, be crazy. If like a meteorite hit mm-hmm. the ground at the same time and started yeah. smoking. Mm-hmm. And sun dogs usually appear around sunrise and sunset. Oh, um, and it said around sunrise, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. This happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, are sun dogs, dogs are common. They're pretty rare. I don't know. They're caused by the refraction of sunlight by ice crystals in the atmosphere. That is so cool. Um, They're really cool looking, though. Yeah. Maybe that would be scary for people back in, like, what? It was 1561. Um, that would be terrifying. I don't know. I mean, it, there was also in 1566 another similar report. Um, or actually, well, not sort of, sort of similar. It, so in 1566 in Basel, Switzerland, mm-hmm. um, a, a similar report describes a series of three odd, of, odd events on July 27th and 28th and August 7th, mm. um, where in the evening of July 27th, the sun suddenly like went dim and turned like dark red along with the moon, like turned everything red, basically. And then the next thing, like around... Um, the same thing happened basically where like the sun turned red what does that have to do with ufos um i don't know it's just part of the report the thing that has to do with ufos is then on august 7th like a little over a week later then on um at dawn they saw a host of black spheres like flying in and out of the sun before those spheres turned red and disappeared (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah Okay. Very strange. Um, I was like, well, how does that, what does that have to do with anything? It's not that weird that it, they turned red for a second. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, the black spheres flying into the sun is a little weirder. Right. <laughs> I'd say. Yeah, very strange. Um, I don't know. These, it, yeah, they're probably some sort of weird natural phenomenon, rare natural phenomenon, but with like these... Um, sort of, I don't know, military and like religious things layered on top of it. I guess I don't know. Who knows? Hmm, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So then I'll skip forward to March 1st, 1639 in Massachusetts. Um, On this day, the governor of the Massachusetts Bay Colony, John Winthrop, wrote in his diary of a strange event which had taken place two years earlier that year, um, in which a man named James Everill and two other men were rowing on the muddy river when they saw a light in the sky. Um, As Winthrop described it, um, when it stood still, it flamed up and was about three yards square. And when it ran, it was contracted into the figure of a swine. Like a pig? I guess. I don't know. Maybe he just means it was like oval shaped. I don't know. Uh. I I, I have no idea. Something. I'm guessing like a pig. I don't know. Okay. Weird. When it when it was. But anyway, uh, so for two to three hours, the men in the boat, they watched the light dart back and forth between them them and the city of Charlestown, which was about two miles away. Um, And according to the report in the diary, diverse other credible persons saw the same light after about the same place. Hmm. Um, And then when it finally faded away, the boatmen were stunned to find themselves more than a mile upstream despite having no memory of having rowed against the current. Mm. So that's a little strange. That is weird. Um, I don't know. The thing that I read said that that could just be because, you know, they were looking up and didn't realize, like, the wind was, like, pushing them upstream, or it was, it was like, near where it flowed into the ocean, so it could have been, like, a reverse, like, tidal thing pushing the stream back up. Yeah. But... It could be that they, like, got uh, abducted. abducted or something or lost time. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Utsurobune, Bune, um, or the hollow ship, um, is a, uh, comes from the Hitachi province of Japan. Um, it's mostly accepted as folklore, though ufologists, ufologists interpret it differently. Um, where a strange circular boat washed up on the shore um, mm-hmm. with glass windows on the top and the bottom uh, covered in like iron plates. Mm. Um, the fishermen who found the boat, um, they looked through the window and inside the, it was like all covered in like texts of some like unknown language that they'd never seen before. Mm. Um, and also in the boat, along with like you know, food and like a thing of water, they found a young woman about twenty years old with red hair and red hair and eyebrows, and like long white hair extensions as well. Um, she wore long and smooth clothes that nobody recognized, made from unknown fabrics, and she spoke a language that nobody could understand. And mm. she always carried with her a square box made of some pale material, which she would allow no one to touch. Um, you know, I don't know. UFOlogists, the, some of the illustrations of this like folktale, the boat looks kind of like a flying saucer. Yeah, I mean that's what it sounds like in the description. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, although there are, I don't know, round boats like this, I guess are kind of common in like Japanese like folklore and stuff, or like just round boats, I guess. Um, though the like iron plates and like the glass windows are what would would be pretty exotic, I guess. 
for that time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, in the end, there, I don't know, there are a couple different versions of the story where either they put her back in the boat and like she drifts off to the sea or she stays there and grows old. Oh. You know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, and most recent. Where she was from, the lost city of Atlantis. Ooh, that could be. Yeah. Um, there's also the Bonilla Bo, or Bonilla observation from August 12th, 1883, when astronomer Jose Bonilla at the uh, Zacatecas Observatory in Mexico observe, was observing sunspot activity, um, and he reported seeing more than 300 dark, unidentified objects moving across the sun. Hmm. Uh, he was able to expose several wet plates capturing the objects making him the first person to ever photograph a ufo um i think these people are just there's a picture of it (laughs) it's just a little uh, dark thing but i don't know i guess there were like 300 of those zipping across the sun while he was watching it was just birds yeah that was one of the it was it was later suggested it says on wikipedia that the objects were high-flying geese yeah um (laughs) Although um, in 2011, uh, researchers from the National Autonomous University of Mexico suggested that the unidentified objects may have been fragments of a billion-ton comet passing within a few hundred kilometers of Earth. Yeah, that makes sense, too. That could be it, too. Also a a weird thing to see. Right. (laughs) I was thinking maybe he just stared at the sun too long. Why are these people staring into the sun? (laughs) Yeah. Everything they see is, like, darting along the like past the sun like back and forth in front of the sun and i'm like you are looking at the sun you're gonna see weird black shapes yeah no there maybe there was like one weird thing in front of the sun and like that happened with the sun and then everyone just started started staring staring at at the sun because they didn't know staring at the sun was a bad thing back then um uh, and last one i'm gonna talk about is the aurora texas ufo incident um uh, that occurred on April 17th, 1897. Um, two days, uh, on April 19th, 1897, um, there was an article in the Dallas Morning News that described a UFO crash. Um, the UFO is said to have hit a windmill um, about mm. 6 a.m., resulting in its crash. Um, the pilot, who was reported to be not of this world and a Martian, according to a reported Army Signal Service officer named T.J. Weems. Um, the pilot did not survive the crash and was buried with Christian rites at the nearby Aurora Cemetery. Oh. Yeah. Um, let me see. Oh, yeah, it was yeah, an article. Did anyone recognize him? Uh, Wait, did you say he died in the crash? Yeah, yeah, the pilot. Did anyone, like, identify him? Um, I don't think so. Oh, they identified him as not of this world and a Martian. Emergency alert. Flash flood warning. Yeah. Sorry, our phones were buzzing. Crazy. Well, reportedly wreckage from the crash site was dumped into a nearby well located under the damaged windmill. What? (laughs) While some ended up with the alien in the grave. Um... Adding to the mystery was the story of Mr. Brawley Oates, um, who purchased the property um, about 38 years later. 
Okay. Um, when he uh, he cleaned out all of the debris in the well, I guess, in order to use it as a water source, but later developed an extreme severe case of arthritis, which he claimed to be the result of contaminated water from the wreckage dumped into the well. Um, as a result, Oates sealed up the well with a concrete slab and placed an outbuilding atop the slab. Hmm. Um, yeah, they apparently for a while there or a stone was placed as a marker for the alien's grave uh, but it has since been removed but there is hmm. a plaque at the uh, cemetery that um briefly mentions the uh incident weird <laughs> i know it's uh, weird so yeah. it wasn't just like a little plane i well, I mean, it, if it was, it was eighteen ninety seven, which is before planes were. Invented. Oh right. Yeah. Um, oh, that's weird. Actually, I don't know. yeah, I, that is weird because mm-hmm. someone was obviously buried. There was obviously a wreck of some kind. <laughs> that's kind of creepy. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. The there was somebody. In uh, in nineteen, one of the people from the town claimed that the artic- the writer of the article had written it up as a joke and just as a hoax. Um, though people did later discover that um, uh, there was like the base of a wooden water pump actually that had been on the property at some point um, that and and destroyed. So at least that I don't know, or it wasn't totally. Not real, I guess. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Wasn't totally made up. Yeah. Interesting. I should have done, like, contemporary UFO things. No, that's okay. We could have had a themed episode. (laughs) Well, it's a little... You're you're talking about Yeah, okay, so are you done? Yeah, I'm done. done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Wait, I'm going to pause it for a second. Okay. Okay, sorry, I had to ask a question. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so I am going to talk about a, a cult. A UFO cult? Kind of, yeah. It's part, they have a lot of, they're partly a UFO religion. Oh, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah, UFO religions are weird and I like them. <laughs> it's called the Aetherius Society and they still exist today. Oh, that's cool. And they're the only eth- growing. They're growing, huh? Yeah. Oh, cool. Because they're pretty like... Non-controversial. I actually kind of like them because they don't really like... They aren't very controversial. They don't hurt people. Oh, okay. And they don't tell everyone to like give up everything you own and move out to a shack. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. Give us all your money. Okay. They seem pretty like not... So this is Bad, just going to be... But it, they could be. I don't know. We're just going to be trying to recruit some new members for them. No, I mean, you're going to laugh. Oh, okay. I, I'm sure they have a lot of problems, as all cults and religions do. Mm-hmm. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about it. Okay. So the Aetherius, which is A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S, society. And I only know how to say that because I listened to something... I listened to, like, their radio station, and they said it. Okay. Aetherius. Is a new religious movement founded by George King in the mid-1950s. Okay. So it's not that old. Mm-hmm. 
as the result of what King claimed were contacts with extraterrestrial intelligence, whom he referred to as Cosmic Masters. Cosmic Masters. Yes. Uh, The main goal of the Believer is to cooperate with these Cosmic Masters to help humanity solve its current earthly problems and advance into the New Age. Okay. Yeah. Advancing into the New Age seems like a wonderful thing. Yeah. Um, it is a syncretic, I think that's how you say that, mm-hmm. religion based primarily on uh, theosophy, but also incorporating millenarian, mi- millenarian, I can't say these words, new age and UFO religion aspects. <laughs> okay. Uh, emphasis on um, what? Nothing. No, no. Go on. I don't, I, Were I, you going to correct me? No. Okay. Emphasis uh, of the religion include uh, altruism, community service. Is that how you say that? Altruism? Mm -hmm. Community service, nature worship, spiritual healing, and physical exercise. So none of those really sound bad to me. Yeah. It was. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. So what's... Uh, Members meet in congregations, not unlike a church. Okay. Uh, Unlike many other New Age or UFO religions, the Aetherius Society is, for the most part, considered uncontroversial. Okay. So I'm going to talk about it because they're just weird. Oh, okay. They're just weird. They're they're, uncontroversial but weird. Like, a lot of their stuff, I'm like, okay, I can get on board. And then they get on the topic of extraterrestrial life and UFOs, and I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, like part sure. I'm like, oh yeah, I could get into this, but I don't know actually. I thought that you believed in aliens and UFOs. Yeah, but this guy just seems kind of wacko. You you'll see. You'll okay. see. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh they're they're a little crazy, but uh, maybe the newer ones aren't as cuz he's not alive anymore. Okay. The main guy isn't alive uh-huh. anymore, so maybe they're like not Sorry. as crazy now. Interesting. Okay. Um, You're <laughs> so let's see. So they're considered uncontroversial, although uh, sometimes ridiculed. Okay. Because, uh, you know, it's goofy. Uh, the religion may be considered to have a relatively uh, conventional praxis, and members come from mainstream society. The society's membership, although international in composition, is not very large, I guess. Okay. So Do you know this how large is, it is in 2011. Uh, the worldwide membership was into the thousands. Oh, okay. So that was in 2011. So. And, okay, look at their website. It looks, like, really nice, actually. Yeah, it looks... Like, no, this, like, changes up here. Uh-huh. And, like... Sure, it looks... It looks decent. No, it looks really good. Yeah, no, it looks like a a professionally done website. Yeah, look at their tabs. <laughs> they got tabs. Look at that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, and they, they apparently they just keep on growing. They're not, like, losing people or anything. Okay, good for them. Um, and a thousands aren't a little number. Sure. And that was 2011. That was a while ago. Um, with the largest number of members being in the United Kingdom, United States, particularly Southern California, and New Zealand. 
Okay. Uh, the Aetherius Society combines UFO claims, yoga, and ideas from various world religions like Hinduism, Buddhism, and Christianity. The society is what people call them. Because they're oh. the Aetherius oh, right. Society, oh, yeah. so you just say the society. The society. Yeah, okay. Asserts itself as a plural or liberal religion, stating, quote, Nor does God favor people of one religion over another, and certainly not people of one country or race over another. End quote. Okay. The religion's goal is to prevent worldly destruction by improving cooperation between humanity and various alien masters and by using spiritual energy to improve the spiritual caliber of the world, which we right. will get into later about okay. how they do that. Well, so far, I'm sold. Yeah. No, they don't do anything. Like, okay, the society has claimed that various disasters may be prevented or relieved by prayer often aided by spiritual energy batteries, which I will get into later. <laughs> okay. Part of the wacko-ness so, of this. So they do wacko seems, things, but they're not harming anything or right. anybody. It seems like exactly, I don't know, like any other religion will say that it, you know, they can stop disasters with prayer. But then this one just, you know, adds. But they oh, also, also to ampli make those prayers a little better. Again, there's a spiritual battery or whatever. Yeah. And also they're like, recycle, take care of the earth so the earth doesn't get mad at us. Is like part of their sure. stuff. Which like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. If you pray but also recycle, I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't care if you pray, if you're recycling. Yeah. Um... So the society also believes that it is to make the way for the next master, a messianic mm -hmm. figure who will descend upon Earth in a flying saucer, possessing magic more powerful than all the world's armies. The society is named after Atherius, a being King claims to have telepathically contacted and channeled. Atherius is believed to be a cosmic master from Venus, as are Buddha and Jesus. So mm. those seemed pretty like that seemed pretty normal. Like, and that was just that was already weird. That was like the more normal part oh, okay. of this thing. So now we'll get into kind of the background of him, George King. George King. The founder. The founder. Okay. And like what they actually do and believe and how he started it. Okay. So George King was born on January 23rd, 1919 in Wellington, Shropshire, Shrop, Shropshire, Shropshire yeah. England, <laughs> and brought up in a Christian family with strong occult interests. Uh -huh. Before founding the Aetherius Society, King had been deeply involved in spiritual healings. In 1944, he took up yoga, allegedly mastering... Three different kinds of yoga that I can't say because I can't pronounce them. And attaining the state of samadhi. Okay. And according to the Aetherius Society, he developed psychic powers that allowed him to learn many of the secrets of the universe. King claimed... I thought Nothing. you might say something No, like I was that. taking a drink at the oh, time. <laughs> yeah. King claimed that in 1954... A voice told him, quote, prepare yourself. You are to become the voice of interplanetary parliament. End quote. So, I, it really 
sounds identical to any other religion's origins, except that he has like UFOs and aliens. No, that's really all it is. Oh, like okay. it seems very normal, and then he's like, "No UFOs, aliens. There's yeah, they're all I mean, religions, right? Involved. It. Okay. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. Yeah. 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 A week later, an unnamed but supposedly world-famous Swami was reported to have entered King's locked apartment. Mm. King claims that the Swami instructed him to form a group dedicated to helping the planet mm -hmm. and that the Swami uh, further taught him, taught him in yoga, prayer, and meditation. According to King, uh, this training enabled him to receive telepathic messages from Venus, the first coming... From Atherius. King rented space in, is it Caxton Hall or Saxton Hall? I don't know. Caxton Hall in London, in which he allegedly channeled cosmic masters and recorded their messages. Based on his experiences and these messages, King founded the Atherius Society. Yay, Yay Atherius. Atherius. It appears that immediately prior to founding the society, King was earning his living as a London taxi driver. All right. Uh, Fine line of work. Yeah. I just according... don't have very much to say about this. Yeah. Because it all seems pretty, I don't know, not surprising. Yeah, well... Sorry. It's interesting. It is, yeah, I know. According to the Atherius Society, George King died in Santa Barbara, California on July 12, 1997 at, at the age of 78. Mm. His death was not reported in major newspapers. That's why it says according to the Atherius Society. Right. Well, they weren't they weren't a very big organization at the time, were they? No. Yeah, so it wouldn't be. Yeah. But they acknowledge that he died. Well, that's unique for cults. Yeah. In Atherius Society teachings. We'll get in, okay. getting into that a little more. Cool. I need to stretch my leg. Hang on. Okay. Various religious fi figures come from different planets. Okay. And throughout history, cosmic masters such as Buddha, Jesus, and Lei Tzu yeah. uh, <laughs> have come to Earth to teach mankind the right way of living. They are regarded by the society as avatars. Ah, okay, yeah. Krishna, for example, is from Saturn, which is the home of a cosmic hierarchy or interplanetary council, while Jesus and Buddha are from Venus. And boys are from Jupiter to get more stupider? Stop. These beings are, however, spiritual beings on... Okay, 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 okay. Oh. So here's where it gets kind of funny. Okay. So this was like in the 1950s okay. when people were pretty aware or they thought they were 100% sure that UFOs didn't... Or not UFOs, that life on other planets didn't exist. Sure. People yeah. were pretty certain. Right. If they were like, no, mm -hmm. no way. Yeah. Um. So these beings on other planets, mm -hmm. however, uh, spiritual beings are spiritual beings on another dimension or plane. Um. Oh. So the idea so of intelligent life on other planets. Uh. Oh yes, because the idea of. Uh, life on other planets was known to be unlikely in the 1950s. These beings exist on a spiritual level, 
by maintaining a higher vibratory rate. I see. They vibrate faster. <laughs> That's Which why. can be lowered. Which, okay, so we can't see them because they're on it when they're on their higher vibratory rate. That's why, okay, so that's why when we look at other planets, we don't see them. We, we, and that's why when we visit then, other places or like look at other, we can't see them because right. they're on a spiritual plane that we can't see. Got it. And then when because they, they vibrate quicker. Right. Not kidding. It's because they vibrate quicker, they vibrate fast, <laughs> and which they can lower if. They want to be seen, I guess. Checks out to me. Yes, sure. Yeah. If they're coming, you know, and Buddha's this... like, I'm coming to Earth. I better slow down my vibes mm -hmm. so they can hear what I got to say. Yeah. Yeah. So this explains the reported blinking in and out of UFOs. Oh, okay. You know how they like appear and disappear quickly usually? Right. Um. So the society also refers to the Vimanas found in Vedic and Hindu texts, uh, and to the Star of Bethlehem as UFOs. And examples of peaceful aliens that have been visiting to teach humanity throughout our history. Hmm. Got it. Okay. So they're they're also they're 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 like ancient aliens guys. Yeah. But they're like ancient aliens, guys, yeah. In addition to, like, technology, it's also spiritual stuff that mm -hmm. the aliens teach us. You don't find this interesting, do you? I mean, I, I think thought it's it was interesting. interesting. It's interesting, yeah. Well, I think this one's kind of nice because not all of them die in the end. <laughs> it's nice, yeah. And well, he's not saying the world is going to end and you're all going to die. Right. Well, not yet, at least. Well, see, that's what that's the thing. It's kind of happy because King taught... Uh, the belief in reincarnation based on the law of karma, according to which we progress life by life towards the goal of perfection. Right. So everyone is destined eventually to become a master. Okay. And to continue evolving from there. Evolution also includes planet Earth, which is regarded as a living entity at a much higher state of evolution and importance than its inhabitants. Uh-huh. They allege that because of the backward evolution of humans, the Earth has been under frequent attacks from evil forces from other parts of the universe, and that the cosmic masters of other planets are fighting off a number of evil alien invaders. In Aetherius society literature, the cosmic battles with evil forces or intelligences, quote, bear some resemblance to the fundamentalist Christian concept of spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. Shorn of its imminent apocalyptic content, end quote. Hmm. Right. So, interesting. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, sorry, so, I don't know. Let me see if I have this in here. So, they believe... Okay, so the reincarnation based on law of karma, we progress life by life. So... Once we die, or once the earth is to a certain point, kind of like how Christians believe at some point God is going to come back, Jesus is going to come back, and then right. all believers are going to be able to live and go to heaven, and then the other ones are going to hell. Right. This is like, at some point, the earth is going to keep all of the uh, believers or like perfect being like believers 
I think like believers okay. to enjoy like the new age or the people who are working towards being like a master. They're going right. to, so they can stay there and enjoy the new age. And mm. if you're not one of those people, you just, you're reborn on another planet okay. to begin the process over again. Right. Interesting. Okay. So you don't like die and go to hell. Right. You just like start. You go from life to life until you reach a perfect being and then you can enjoy the new age. Right. Okay. That's nice. So it's kind of nice. I'm like, oh. It's better than, yeah. It's not that bad. Yeah. In my opinion. No, it sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was fine. As in other new age religions, alternative medicine, spiritual healing, yoga, and dowsing are also accepted and practiced by the Aetherius Society. It has also launched initiatives against pollution and nuclear power and generally identifies with the ideals of the Green Movement. Okay. However, the society believes that environmental and societal problems are only symptoms of a much larger spiritual problem that, once solved, would cure all other problems. Okay. Um, uh. <laughs> yeah. This is called the Spiritual Energy Crisis. Okay. King designed many... Oh, shoot, I burped, sorry. <laughs> King designed many items of equipment intended to contain and redirect spiritual energy for such purposes. You ready to hear about the most known one? Yeah, I'd love to. Great. So, the best known of these is the, it's called the Spiritual Energy Battery. Spiritual Energy Battery. Its precise design and composition are not in the public domain. Ah. Its purpose is to hold a charge of spiritual energy for an indefinite period. Okay. When connected to a spiritual energy radiator, also designed by King, mm -hmm. it can be discharged. So spiritual workers pray and chant mantra and focus the energy into the battery right. where it is stored. Makes sense. And then the society's belief is that in times of crisis, the energy can be released through the radiator in a concentrated form, and then that energy, energy is manipulated by cooperating masters in the area. Right. Uh, or masters to the area in need. Got so it. the cooperating masters manipulate it to go to the places that right. the earth is in need. So people like pray into the battery. Yeah. And then they hook up the battery to a uh, an energy gun. And then they shoot the energy out. And mm -hmm. then the masters like guide it to the right area. Mm -hmm. That needs the energy. But it's actually like a machine right. battery yeah, yeah, that yeah. they pray into. And I think that's funny. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. Do you have any idea what it looks like? No, oh. I'm going to look it up, though, later. Was it, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I forgot to look it up. That was one thing I meant to do. I forgot to, though. That's all right. Um, the King named this activity, quote, Operation Prayer Power. Operation <laughs> Prayer Power. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> That's this a, part uh, made me laugh. I'm like, they, they chant into a battery. <laughs> Operation Prayer Power is a 90s um, uh, home video uh, Christian teaching kid yep. adventure movie. Yep. The Aetherius Society 
claims that under the guidance of the cosmic masters and with the aid of spiritual energy batteries, they have prevented wars and relieved the effects of natural disasters. Oh. King taught that these spiritual exercises help to prevent worldly destruction. Okay. Well, all right. Well, what about the other, all the other worldly destruction that's going on? What is it, why? They don't have enough in their battery. Oh, okay. There's not enough people well, practicing should, should it. Make a bigger battery. Okay, but you can only fill it with so much. All right, fine. I'll 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 pray into the battery. Thank you. To help with this, the Aetherius Society regularly engages in spiritual pushes, in which they pray and meditate to draw prana to Earth from an orbiting spaceship known as Satellite Number Three which increases the amount of spiritual energy available. Is prana spiritual energy, or what is that? I think so. Okay. I don't know. I think of it as like a yoga move. Prana <laughs> something. I don't know. Wait, okay. I should have Wait, looked is, it up. So there's a spaceship orbiting Earth that is full of like prana, and then people pray to that to get the spiritual energy out mm -hmm. to use it on to Earth. To make more spiritual energy available. Got it. They claim that the satellite is shielded from telescopes and radar. Oh, okay. And that, that explains it. That's why we can't see it. Got it. In Operation Starlight, between the years 1958 and 1961, King and various members climbed 18 mountains throughout the world <laughs> so that the mountains could be spiritually charged by uh -huh. the cosmic masters using the King as the link. Yeah. Members often make pilgrimages, pilgrim, pilgrimages, I can't say that word, to these <laughs> mountains where they have painted the movement symbols, uh, the movement symbol, believing they receive more power that they can send out to the world through prayer. They believe that service to mankind is the most essential yoga or religion. Mm, what does the symbol look like? I don't know. Didn't look that up either. I think okay. this one. Oh, on their website. Oh. Uh, oh, I feel like Obsidian. Oh, one. yeah, that. Interesting. Like a Hindu-ish thing in a triangle. Mm -hmm. Let me look up. What do you need to know? What prana is? I I, I mean I think I get the idea. Mm -hmm. So, the society also predicts the coming of the next master Ooh. from space at an indefinite time which is said to depend on the advancements of humans and the balance of karma. Yeah. It is claimed that we that he will arrive in a spaceship with great yes. power and present his credentials to the leaders of Earth. <laughs> Those, that's really funny. I just Say. like think of him like whipping out like an FBI badge. <laughs> the yeah. master. The master. Uh, those who engage in war or ignore the divine law will be removed from the earth and reborn upon another planet where they will continue their progress. I see. Those who understand the law will be left on earth to enjoy the new millennium. Mm. So that's what I was saying. Like, right. That's kind of like what they believe. Did, when it says the new millennium, does that mean that they thought that this was going to happen in 2000? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, well, the silence group. I have a little teeny section on okay, the silence Okay, what's the group. silence group? The society claims that the space beings have contacted the leading governments of the world in many ways. Okay. But a rather sinister group of individuals called 
the silence group, mm. have been deliberately suppressing this information so as to keep people uninformed or misinformed as to their true nature. According to King, the silence group uses fear and ignorance to control humanity. Uh. So the silence group are like evil aliens that are keeping our world master, world leaders, I mean, from knowing what the what right. is happening from, in the world. Okay. In the universe. Interesting. And they, they want that to prevent us from getting, getting like good. He's like the devil. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, let me let me walk you through some things you can do um, via their website. Okay. I, I explored their website a little bit. Cool. Listen to that rain. It's really um, coming down out yeah, there. Yeah, I love it. So, they have some podcasts, gang. Cool. Oh, cool. They have three podcast series hmm. that you can listen to. I don't, I don't know about this. I don't... I don't want competition. I know. The Why the Why the Aetherius Society podcast series. And I think, I you know, you can learn mainly just more about the Aetherius Society sure. and what they believe. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, they have a lot of episodes on different sections of what they teach, kind of. Mm. One called the Nine Freedoms podcast series. Okay. And the Twelve Blessings podcast series so those are their podcasts they call them podcast series instead Uh of just podcast like this is our podcast they they call each episode a podcast right because they're old so (laughs) and podcast series sounds like lecture series Mm -hmm. makes it sound more sophisticated yeah so if you're interested in this which you could be i'm not judging they seem like fine people (laughs) Um, you can you can join a free introductory email series. Uh, so if you're interested in learning more about King Yoga, so that's what they call that, it now. Mostly, it's like oh, King Yoga. Oh, you can study. They don't King call it yoga. the society anymore. Mm, they might, but like on their website, they're like, if you want to study King Yoga, is like a form of religious yoga mm-hmm. like it's you like, learn how to heal and all yeah, this other stuff through they're yoga ways of, they're like way of practicing the religion and yeah. stuff yeah mm-hmm. their form of like worship almost is like yoga got it you can subscribe to their free introductory email series called 17 days of spiritual wisdom that will change your life and it will answer these 17 questions for you okay will i find Spiritual Truth, A Tale of Two Seekers. Why isn't my life better? I don't know. Does God love me? Meh. What happens after death? Beats me. Can I become a great spiritual master? Yes. Do I need a spiritual guru? No. How do I choose a spiritual guru? I don't know. What can I do to help the world? Nothing. Why aren't my prayers always answered? You're too quiet. How can I become more spiritual? You can't. Is it possible to communicate with people after they have died? Yes. What is life like elsewhere in the universe? The same. Spiritual aliens, why are they here? (laughs) It all seems very normal until you get to that one. They save it for the 16th day. (laughs) I mean, that one just reminds me of the Insane Clown Posse song. That goes like, fucking magnets, how do they work? I don't know. It's just, it's the same sentence format. Okay. 
17. How can I raise my consciousness and change the world? So I might actually sign up for that. That sounds interesting. <laughs> oh, no. I want to know what they think. I don't actually I believe in this. that this podcast would culminate in you joining a cult. I'm not going to join I a cult. from the beginning. Harry, I would join a cult. You know that. Yeah, I know. But I'm not going to join That's this one. I'm I think concerned. they're funny. Right. I think they're goofy. That's how it starts. But I think they are okay people. I don't think they're a harmful group in any way. They seem like they're doing okay things. All right. They have a whole thing about, like, practicing and service and stuff and ways you can, like, help the environment and the world in order to basically worship and, yeah, serve. Okay. Which is kind of nice, but okay. I'm not going to do that. Right. So if you're interested, um, here are a list of where you can find branches, groups, and representatives of the Aetherius Society. They have branches, groups, and representatives in the following. Australia, Canada, Ghana, Italy, Japan, New Zealand, Nigeria, Portugal, South Africa, Sweden, the UK, the US. And there's many places within each one, and I'm not going to list them all. Their headquarters are in Los Angeles and London. They have two headquarters. Okay. One in Europe, one in America. Okay. And do we have a promo code for them? No, Harry. Okay. Shh. So let me walk you through their discovery guide to (laughs) explore King Yoga and the spiritual path of the Aetherius Society. So this is um, at the very bottom of their website. You can click on whichever one you want to explore. And it's kind of little squares of things that they, different aspects of their cult. Okay. That you can learn more about. So this is kind of like what they're all about. Enlightenment. Service. God and the meaning of life. UFOs and the extraterrestrial message. Prayer energy, the Mother Earth and our future, karma and reincarnation, intuition and psychic powers, spiritual healing. Then they have like a little blurb about what each one is about. Uh huh. Okay. Um, which I don't have to read because we're already at an hour. <laughs> okay. And you seem to think that I'm like really into this. Well, I'm just trying to explore more aspects of this so you can get an idea of what they believe. I I understand. Isn't this good? I did really good research for this. <laughs> you think really good research is me joining this cult. <laughs> and I'm mad. Well, I think that if they're a good cult, that's what uh, researching them leads to. <sighs> I'm trying to... <laughs> Trying to just do my research and talk about it. Okay? okay. If you want to read some books, there's some books you can read about it too. There's many books that George King wrote, and I'll list them. Okay. The Nine Freedoms, The Twelve Blessing, Visit to the Logos of Earth, Visit, yeah, A Book of Sacred Prayers, The Practices of Aetherius, Jesus Comes Again, You Too Can Heal. Cosmic Voice, Volume 1. Cosmic Voice, Volume 2. Wisdom of the Planets. You are responsible. Karma and Reincarnation. Contact your higher self through yoga. Realize your inner potential with Richard Lawrence. Contacts with gods from space with Richard Lawrence. Uh, Books by Richard Lawrence. UFOs and the Extraterrestrial Message. 
unlock your psychic powers, prayer energy, the magic of healing, gods, guides, and guardian angels. Oh, that's all of them. Okay. That's all of them. Okay, good. Now, um, oh. I'm going to close this out with some quotes. Great. From the doctor. They, act, they call him Dr. Is his name George? I have no idea. Dr. King. That's what they call him. <laughs> oh, Just okay. to let you know, there's no proof that he earned his doctorate or whatever you uh-huh. have to earn to be a doctor. And no relation to Dr. Martin Luther King? No. <laughs> okay. But they call him Dr. King. All right. There was a whole section of his titles that he's earned, like sir and doctor, mm-hmm. but most of them are pretty phony. Okay. <laughs> so some, I'm going to close this out with some quotes from the Dr. King. On their website, you can go to a tab, I don't know which one, and find, oh, I think it's the, the, the tab is Dr. George King. All right. And then there's a section that says Dr. George King quotes. And I picked some ones that I thought were good. Okay. Okay. It is wisdom that sets a man free, nothing else. All right. The greatest yoga of all is the yoga of service. (laughs) A man blind in one eye can help a man blind in two eyes to cross the road. Yeah, yeah. The world without flying saucers? Lifeless. That was... It It was mm. an exclamation point. (laughs) That's what I wanted to end with. Okay. Well... The world without flying saucers? They're all very normal, and then it's like the world without flying saucers? (laughs) Lifeless. But it's lifeless. All right. That was my story. The Aetherius Society? The Aetherius Society with Dr. George King. Okay. So. That was good. Uh-huh. I did a really good job on this one. <laughs> yeah, and you, you did. And you were like, you're going to join this cult. And I'm like, no, I just don't think they kill a bunch of people. And I don't think they are going to perform some mass suicide, I hope. They seem like they're not harmful. So I'm like, okay, if you want to join this cult, I don't care. All right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, join a cult if you want. I'm- There's no... No, don't join a cult. What? You just said it was okay. This one seems fine, but I'm sure if you actually get into it, it's not. Yeah. I kind of want to get psychic powers. Apparently anyone can get psychic powers. It's not something you have to be born with. Oh, if you join the Aetherius Society? You can learn. Right, and okay. In the picture of like spiritual healing, there's a woman in a lab coat, like doctor coat. Uh-huh. What are they called? Yeah, um, a lab coat. A lab coat, like touching a man's chest. Uh-huh. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. No, no. That That's why are your spiritual healers dressing like doctors? <laughs> problematic, problematic. It seemed, I was like, uh, I don't yeah. think that's, no, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, now that I've thoroughly walked you through the Aetherius Society. Mm-hmm. That's all. Oh, okay. I'm ready f- to become a part of it. Yeah? Yeah. You can you can jump me in or whatever. Okay. 
I, I don't know how that works. Do I have? Is there like a hazing process? No. Oh, okay. I don't think so. I just want to know what I'm getting myself into. There's nothing. In, there's no uh sec section or group in Illinois, though. There's two in Michigan, though. <laughs> Interesting. There's places all over the U.S., just not one in Illinois, which I was kind of surprised about because there's some in like New York, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Los Angeles, like Cal- a couple in California, mm-hmm. I should say. And then uh, they seem to be in like bigger cities, but then there's like two in Michigan. Hmm. It's weird, but none in Curious. Illinois. I figured there'd be one in the Chicago area. Right. You'd think. Nope. Nope. Well, that's all I got. Cool. Are we ready to do you have anything else to say? No, okay. I don't think so. Didn't I do a good job? You did a good job. Thank you. I didn't do a good job. Harry. Here's Sorry, everybody. Interesting. Whatever. All right. Well. Uh, this, uh, I've, I've, I've been Harry. Oh, wait. Uh, wait. Thank you for listening to thank you for Known listening. Unknowns. Hi, Mr. Pugster. Harry, what? see your line. I've been Harry. I'm still Carly. And this has been. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's how. That's the order. <laughs> Known Unknowns. Um. Uh, ba 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 black sheep. Cause it's weird out there. <laughs> Bye. Bye.